This is the Vent Time with Connie podcast, where we discuss topics that can be controversial or uncontroversial. Topics range from family, faith, lifestyle, you name it. No topic is off limits. New episodes released every Tuesday and Friday. All right, sit back and relax. Here is your host of the show, Connie. Welcome to Ventime with Connie podcast. I'm your host, Connie. Welcome to a brand new episode. If you are new here, thank you so much um, for taking your time to check out this podcast. Um, I do appreciate you and please to do check out other episodes. We have tons of it. They are all interesting um, for you to check out. Okay. And for the OGs, thank you so much for your continuous support. You know I love you and I appreciate you so much for your continuous support. You are the real MVP. So guys, um, remember we do have Vent to God Bible study just for women. If you're a woman of faith and you're interested in learning about the word of God, please reach out to us. Email ventamewithconnie.com so we can bring you in. And we we are currently studying the book of John, and uh, we are on John chapter chapter three right now. So uh, I would highly encourage you to join. Send email, I will bring you in. We do this by Zoom, so it's like a private um group or something. Um, so for you to join, it's like a safe heaven for us to talk about God, talk about everything, um, pertaining to godliness and holiness. And, um, yeah, if you're interested, send us email. We'd love to have you. It doesn't matter your age, your race, your background. Just come join us because, you know, in Christ, we are all one. So that's the announcement for today. But actually, I have an announcement, a big um, announcement. Um, But um, I'm thinking maybe I should hold it up until the end of this episode. Um, Please do listen to the end. Because I'll be announcing something. It's like a huge announcement. It's going to be a change in the in the whole show. So you don't want to miss it, you know. And um, I hope you're going to be receptive of this announcement as well. So hopefully you won't, you know, you won't be mad or sad or whatever it might be. So I hope you will accept this, the announcement in a loving way. Okay? So that's my goal. So... Just make sure you stick around to the end. So today's episode, I will be sharing again um, lessons that I learned from a passage I read um, in Matthew 21 during my morning mo- devotional. And if you haven't been listening to my podcast for three weeks now, you should know that I kind of share my morning devotional. That devotion, that's actually where I am right now. So I'm sharing another one today. You guys have enjoyed the, the last two episodes about it. And I kind of figured out maybe you guys like this type of content. So that's why I'm bringing it again, bringing it again. So um, I've been talking about Matthew 21 and we have been on Matthew <laughs> for a while now. So I'm still going back to Matthew 21 because I haven't finished my study on Matthew 21. So that's what we're going to be talking today. So if you're interested, please don't move an inch. I will be back right after this. Keep on listening. <laughs> so guys welcome back today today's episode um as you can tell by the title um i don't know what the title will be yet but oh by the time you'll be listening to this you'll know what the title is so we're gonna move on 
I'll first, I'll, I'll begin by reading the passage first, which is Matthew 21, 33 to 46. So you can take the time to get it out yourself and read along. So Matthew 21, 33 to 46. It's kind of long read, but it's worthwhile. Trust me. So Matthew 21, 33 to 46. And I'm reading um, in NASB 1995 um, translation. So it says, listen to another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard and put a wall around it and dug a wine press in it and built a tower and rented it out to the vine growers and went on a journey. When the harvest time approached, he sent his slaves to the vine growers to receive his produce. The vine growers took his slaves and beat one and killed another and stoned a third one. Again, he sent another group of slaves, larger than the first, and they did the same thing to them. But afterward, he sent his son to them, saying, They will respect my son. But when the vine growers saw the son, they said among themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill and seize his inheritance. They took him and threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. Therefore, when the, go- the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those vine growers? They say to him, He will bring those wretcheds to a wretched end and will rent out the vineyard to other vine growers who will pay him the proceeds at the proper seasons. Jesus said to them, Did you never read in the scriptures? The stone which the builders rejected, this became the chief cornerstone. This came about from the Lord, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore, I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people producing the fruit of it. And he who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces. But on whomever it falls, it will scatter him like dust. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard this, heard his parables, they understood that he was speaking about them. When they sought to seize him, they feared the people because they feared the people because they consider him to be a prophet. Amen. Wow. So this is quite a long read, but um basically the gist of this um parable is um a, a line owner um planted a vineyard and everything and then he leaves rented the vineyard to some vine growers you know it could be like for example if you're a property if you're into real estate you build a home and then um you have a property manager to manage the property for you um hopefully the property manager can help you rent it out and you can get some income so in this story the vine the landowner rented or leased out his vineyard to these vine growers and also he traveled far away in hope that when when time comes when he will reap what he sow, um the vine the vine growers will be able to manage it for him and also he can get his um produce from them you know but if eventually when he sent his um servants to these vine growers to get his profit but the vine growers ended up killing his servants um that he sent the first set and then the landowner sent the second set of servants and the vine um, growers ended up killing them as well too 
Then the landowner was like, you know what? Let me send my son. Maybe they will respect him more because his, his son is basically like him, you know? It's basically him. So, but of course, the vine grow, growers didn't even pay no respect to the son. He was like, oh, if I kill the son, I'm going to inherit all these things. So they killed the son, you know? And then um, Jesus asked the people that he was telling this story to, which were the the priests or the Pharisees, religious leaders during that time in Israel. Jesus asked them, what, what do you think the landowner would do to these people when he comes by himself? And um, of course, the religious leaders say that, oh my God, she's going to, you know, basically take them away and, um, and have someone else take over and take care of his vine yard. So that's basically the gist of the story. So now I'm going to go ahead and, um, of course, explain and also share some of the lessons or some principles that I got from this passage that I believe that we, me and you, can apply in our life moving forward. So first of all, let's break it down. So the verse 3 says, listen to another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard and put a wall around it and tugged a wine press in it and built a tower and rented it out to to the vine growers and went on a journey. Okay, let's simplify this. The landowner in this passage, of course, we already know it represents God, right? Then the vineyard, which represents um, Israel at that time, we're talking about in the context of this passage, right? The vineyard represented Israel. So God planted Israel. And guess what? He gave it the control to the vine growers and the vine growers in this passage represents the the priests you know the priests or the religious um leaders at that time which are the pharisees sadducees or whatever it might be and the landowner went on a journey so journey in this passage represents going going to heaven you know where jesus where god lives you know in heaven that's what this whole thing represents so the landowner is god the vineyard is Israel. The vine growers is the religious leaders. And the journey that the landowner went to is heaven. So when you understand what this whole thing represents, then you'll be able to understand what the story is about, you know, what message Jesus is trying to pass across. He's not, he's not just telling story, of course, to tell story. But there's something, he's, there's a message he's always trying to pass across. So... So basically, um, when when the the next verse says that um, when the harvest time approached, he sent his slaves to the vine growers to receive his produce. So um, produce in this case will be fruits, which which are the which are the spiritual evidence of a, a true conversion. What it looks like to be what in, what fruits a true a true converted person will bear. Basically, so we'll go more in depth about the sp- the fruits of the spirit, which are the uh, found in Galatians five um twenty two to to the end. So we'll talk about that later on. So these are what this whole thing represents. So basically, when the landowner sent the slaves, the first set of his slaves to go check and get some of the produce, the proof fruits that his vineyard have produced by this time. So um, the servants he, he sent or slaves represent basically the old prophets, the Old Testament prophets that were sent those time to to 
talk prophesize about the Messiah, talk about um you know, talk to preach to um Israel about repentance and the worshiping God the right way, which are the prophet Isaiah, prophet Jeremiah, Elisha, Elijah, all those people, right? So those are the people God sent, you know, to Israel, but they ended up rejecting those people. So that's where the this passage was talking about. The states were sent. The first state was sent. It, it was killed. The second one was still killed. So that's what this passage was talking about. Then in verse 37, it says, But afterward, he sent his son to them, saying, They will respect my son. But when the vine growers saw the son, they said among the se- themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him and seize his inheritance. You know, so the son, of course, in this case, represents who? Jesus, our Lord and Savior, Jesus. And what did they do to Jesus when he came? They rejected him. They didn't just only reject him, they also killed him. So basically, in this passage, Jesus was basically um, prophesizing or foretelling about his um, crucifixion, his death, you know, what will happen to him towards the end. So that's basically what he was saying, you know. But of course, he had to talk about it in parable because the time is not yet. His hour has not come yet. So if you notice in the Bible, before he was crucified, he always talked about his, his crucifixion, but it's always in parables, you know, because he always said this phrase, my hour is not yet come or something. It's not yet now or it has not yet come. So that's why he always talks in parables. So, um, verse 39 says, they took him and threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. Therefore, when the owner of the vineyard comes, what would he do to those vine growers? And the funny thing, when Jesus asked this question, the Pharisees, of course, because their mind is not with God, they are far away. Um, I think somewhere in the Bible, it says, um, um, their mouth is with me, but their heart is far away from me, you know. So these Pharisees, they know about God. They have read their own scriptures, which is Torah. I think that's what it's called. And they know about God, all those things. They have a head knowledge, but in their heart, they are far away from God, you know. But it's so funny that because if they are genuinely closer to God, they should have known what Jesus was trying to say, you know. But they didn't know. They were so ignorant. When Jesus asked them, what do you think the landowner would do when he comes back? And verse 41 say, um, they say to him, he will bring those wretched to a wretched end and will rent out the vineyard to other vein growers who will pay him the, the proceeds at the proper season. You know? And it's so funny. They, they even know the right things. You know, we all know the right things, but... It's just always hard for us to do the right things. But these people, they know what the vine growers did was wrong. So, but they didn't know they were falling into a trap when they answered this. So, verse 42, Jesus said to them, Did you ever read, did you never read in the scripture? The stone which the builders rejected, this became the chief cornerstone. This came about from the Lord and is marvelous in our in our eyes so the cornerstone the chief cornerstone here of course is jesus so um basically so basically jesus represents the cornerstone who is actually the true cornerstone of the foundation of the church but of course the pharisees are the religious leaders didn't see it at that time they were just built busy building the church physically 
because if they were walking in the spirit, they would would have recognized the Messiah and wouldn't have rejected him and killed him. So that's what Jesus was trying to say. And of course, towards the end of verse 43, it says, Therefore I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people producing the fruit of it. And he who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces. But on whomever it falls, it will scatter like dust. Like um, dust. Scatter him like dust. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard his parables, they understood that he was speaking about them. When they sought to seize him, they feared the people because they considered him to be a prophet. So then I'm going to go ahead and share my two principles, right, that I got from this passage. So... The first one, I'm going to do this in two categories of believers. First one, if you're a leader, like let's say if you're leading any Bible study or leading children ministry, whatever it is that you might be leading, because we can be leaders in different forms, in different ways, you know. So this, when you read this passage, you should ask yourself this question. Am I a good shepherd? Am I a good steward? You know, no, am I a good shepherd? Um, am I actually... When God comes now, when Jesus comes now, would I be able to properly take care of the vine yet? Like, would he say to me, good job, my faithful servant, something in that line. So would Jesus say that to you, you know? So we uh, make sure that when we are leading people, when we are um, shepherding people, are we leading them to Christ? Are we leading them away from Christ, you know? Are we letting our pride, our ego get in the way to block them from actually bearing fruit, you know, getting true conversion, knowing the true Christ, you know, that is described in the Bible. Another um, set of people that are also, this principle that we got from this passage can apply to is, of course, individuals, individual believers, like you and I, you don't have to be a leader. You can say, I'm not a leader, I'm a regular person, just believing in Christ. This is even applied to you more in are you you have to be asking your que- ask yourself question am i bearing fruit or am i just going around you know saying that i believe in christ but there's no true spiritual evidence to show that i believe in christ i think someone once wrote or something i can't remember who the author is it says when you are when you are accused of being a christian is there enough evidence to prove that you are a christian you get what I mean? There's not enough evidence in your life to prove that you are a Christian, a true believer of Christ, you know? So you have to be asking yourself question, am I bearing fruit? And I love what was said towards the end, because if you don't read carefully, you will miss that part. Verse 44 that says, and he who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces, but on whomever it falls, it will scatter him like dust. Well, first of all, this verse was... It wasn't in the original manuscript, so I think I don't know when it was added, but we still can derive some um, principles, some principles that we can glean from, right? Um, when he says, "And who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces," so I'm thinking, hmm. Some translations say stumble or something. So I guess when you stumble on on this stone, this stone they're talking about is the cornerstone, which is what our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Um, he said we're broken into pieces, but there's, there's a semicolon. But on, and it also said, but on whom it falls, it will scatter like dust, you know? So, and when I was reading, they was like, why would they have to say that if it all means the same thing? Why do they have to add this end? But on whom it falls, it will scatter 
him like that. So I'm guessing, you know, as I'm reading it, I'm getting that um, verse 4 is saying, and he who falls on this stone. So basically, sometimes you can stumble in life, right? When you are a believer or when you actually believe in Christ and you stumble, you can always repent. You can always bring it to the feet of Jesus and repent, you know, through repentance, then you can continuously to, with the whole help of the Holy Spirit in you, dwelling in you, will help you bear fruit, okay? But for those that the stone, that refuse to believe on this cornerstone, when the stone fall on them, that would be what? Judgment was the end, the, the internal condemnation, which I hope nobody, like, I pray nobody, you know, people, is anyone listening to me experiencing that? Because trust me, it's not something you want to experience. So I would like to focus more on the beginning of this verse 44. And he who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces. So as an individual, as a believer, when you are walking in Christ, and even when you stumble, always, always, you know, repent. Surrender it to the feet of Jesus. Repent and um be obedient to the Holy Spirit. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Don't quench the Holy Spirit. Be obedient. Don't be stubborn. Don't be rebellious. You know, that means when people are giving you correction, you accept correction. When you're reading the Word of God, because the Word of God is for, is for correction as well. It's not just only for encouragement. It's also for correction. When you are reading a verse in the Bible, although you might not like it, that's, that's an indication for you to continuously keep praying to God, keep giving you the strength to keep reading it so you can able to accept his word and stop being rebellious on it. So continuously keep reading that verse until you'll be able to, until that verse or that word immerse your heart, until you are saturated with it, okay? So you have to constantly keep doing that. And when any verse also you don't like, that actually is also an indication that this is where you need to be to walk on in yourself, in your walk with Christ, you know. So don't resist correction. Always, always accept it. And also, sometimes it might be difficult, but don't give up. Because you have the Holy Spirit that will enable you, that will empower you to do those things God have called you to do. So those are the things, principles that I want to share with you guys. I'm going to leave you with um, this Bible verse. You can read Galatians 5. Um, 22 to the end, you can know what these fruits of the spirits are. And also Romans 12, 1 to 2. These two verses of the Bible that I gave you, those are my one of my favorites. You know, Galatians 5, 22 to the end, and Romans 12, 1 to 2. So you can read it, you can read it so it can give you an instruction how you should walk in godliness and holiness. Okay. So um that's what I want to leave you guys with. So we have come to the end of this episode. But as I promised at the beginning, I have an announcement. So if you are listening to this point, I want to say first, thank you so much. I love you. I love you so, so much. Thank you so much for your patience and waiting to this point. So, so I have been thinking, I've been reflecting. Um, recently, I've been going through, God has been working on me. A lot of things are changing in my life. Um, I'm more interested, if I'm going to be honest with you, with you guys, is I'm more interested about talking about things of God, you know, anything that relates to God. Yes, I do like, you know, some to talk about the whatever that is in, in the news here and there, but most in most cases, my interest is always when it relates to talking about God, talking about the Bible, anything that relates to God. That's what I want to talk about. So 
I'm like I said, I'm going through a lot of changes. God is working on me a lot. A lot is changing. And um, with the transformation in my heart comes with changes in my in my behavior, in my test, in things. So it also comes changes in this part this podcast so i'm still reflecting and asking you know god the holy spirit for clarity for direction and um i want to actually um i don't i don't think um if i continuously keep releasing episode i don't think i will have enough time to figure out to uh, understand exactly what god wants me to do moving forward so and and also with life there's a lot of things happening in my life life is getting busy with that which i thank god but i want to take time to myself to actually reflect ask god for direction then i'll be much you know ready and know how this podcast should be what direction this podcast should be going towards because i don't want to confuse you guys so um i have decided to take a break um i know it's hard for me to say this because i'm always on that school of thought that i'm not gonna give up i'm not i'm not even into about this whole taking break thing but actually after thinking about it praying about it talking with it with my husband i think it's time for me to take a break because it's always good to take a break you know you know reset renew and then you can then you can launch on you know so for me i want to take that time to to take a break take care of myself a little bit spend time with the word spend time with god i mean spend time in his word and you know and also spend time in doing other things in my life because a lot is happening in my life and hopefully because i want to make sure that when i'm bringing out contact it'll be something that is worthwhile for you guys to listen to so i want to make sure that i'm doing a good job like i'm bringing a great contact I don't want to feel like I'm dragging myself, you know, or rushing things. I want to take time to reset and then I'll be ready to what God had, you know, had planned for me, hopefully. Um, and then, yeah, and I will even be more better um, host and um, better content creator, you know, and then know what direction this podcast will be going. So I'll be taking a break and this break will not be a long one. Well, it will be long enough for me. So I'm thinking of a, a month, a month break. Um, if it's more than that, I'll let you guys know. Trust me, I'm not going to leave you in the dark. So I love you guys so much. That's what I want to say. I, I genuinely do appreciate you guys. It's so funny that as I'm going on through all these changes and I'm releasing all these different types of topics or episodes, you guys are still <laughs> supporting me. You guys are still listening and supporting me. I was like, whoa. It's like I am... I am. I feel like I'm slacking back, but your support is not slacking back at all. And I genuinely appreciate you guys. And and um, that I'm so sorry that I'm going to take a break. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I just hope you put me in your prayers. And also, um, you know, when next Tuesday comes, I know I'm not gonna release any episode, but when it comes, how you can show me, how you can encourage me is by listening to other episodes that you haven't listened to you can take this time to go down the list and see okay which episode have i not listened to and go check it out and listen to it just keep on doing that also will give me an encouragement you guys are there you guys want me to come back you guys are really in support of me and all of that stuff um and i would greatly appreciate appreciate it so um so that's what it is so i should be coming back in the meantime, so today is um, Tuesday, 25th of May, 
2021 so i should be coming back probably a month and two weeks time so that would be in july 6 yes july 6 um that's when i should be coming back um so i will take the whole month of june off to reflect to regroup um reset and then i will come back even more energetic and more ready to you know you know deliver you know good content to you guys you know so um yeah i hope you guys are not angry at me i hope you guys will stick around and come back next time i um i return you know so yeah so that's it um thank you so much for sticking around with me for a year now and counting and uh i am not going to give up and uh like i said before keep me your prayers and i'll keep you guys in my prayers and keep thanking god for your life and um yeah my email is always open ventanwithconnyayahoo.com whenever you want to send me anything you can send me email um yeah if anything changes i'll let you guys know trust me uh this podcast is i believe is one of god's will for me and uh god's purpose for me so i am not gonna give up and um yeah that's just what i wanted to announce with you guys and um i will say again i love you guys so much and um that will be the end of this episode please don't forget to subscribe wherever you're listening to or follow and please um you can send us a review that would be greatly appreciated and also if you have any question or concerns send email ventarewithconnyayahoo.com until next time in a month time and two weeks i'll be back with a uh, with a new episode um coming up in july 6 2021 and i will miss you all and i hope you don't miss me too much and remember god loves you and i love you too bye-bye thanks for listening to the vent time with connie podcast remember to subscribe on apple podcast itunes spotify or whatever platform you listen to podcasts please don't forget to like rate review or share this podcast Do you have any feedback or questions for Connie or any topics you'd like to discuss on the show? Connie loves communicating with our listeners. You can find her on Instagram and Facebook at VentTimeWithConnie or send an email to VentTimeWithConnie at Yahoo.com. Until next time, remain blessed.